Rip your side here. I just got to talk about this, guys. Bradley Bill and Russell just made a comeback that we ain't seen in a long time. They scored six points in seven seconds. Let's talk about this. Russell Westbrook just hit the game winner. So check it out. Did the Wizards take this game and win it, or did the Nets lose it? Answer that for me fast, man. What do you guys think? What happened? I think the Wizards won it, bro. The Nets, the Nets really don't play no defense, really. Yeah. So it was just who was going to keep making shots. And the Nets stopped miss, making shots. The Wizards kept making I, I gotta, I gotta agree with you. Let's go 146 and they ain't even had James Harden though. No, but think about this the Nets actually been scoring 146, seems like every game lately. They've been, they've been putting up numbers, big numbers with or without James Harden. I personally think they would have lost this game. In my honesty, honest opinion, the Wizards took this game. And the Nets have a serious problem. Their defense and them not being able to stick nobody will be the Nets' biggest problem going into the playoffs, which is their weakness right now. That's all I got to say about it. The Wizards took it. Russell's still my guy, score. and he not washed up. But the, but the Nets, the Nets going to score 120, though. You know? Yeah. So right, if they're gonna score one twenty, how many teams in the league gonna score one twenty every game? But how many teams they gonna give up one hundred and forty nine to? This ain't the first time they didn't almost gave up one hundred and fifty. <laughs> this ain't the first time. Yeah, but you gotta understand somewhere in the NBA today where they don't play defense, it's all about our offense. You know what I'm saying? And that's basically what it is. First of all, what we need to get on the, um, for the Nets is that clown who threw the goddamn ball in and turned the ball over for them to be able to shoot, uh, you know, get the ball to Russell and Russell shoot the three-point to win the game. That's crazy. Yeah. Which I don't think I mean, that three-pointer would kind of look it up. And Go the ahead, funny y'all. part of – you say what? For Russell – now because you know what? That's Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook, <laughs> he can throw up 100 shots and probably make 50 out of, out of 100. <laughs> so I wouldn't say that's lucky for Russell because he do he does that all the time. If you, you've been watching Russell's games, he does that all the time. So I wouldn't yeah. say that was lucky. You know what I'm saying? I just didn't think they thought that Russell was going to be the one to make that shot, but he was the one to make that shot. You know? And I have to agree with Austin. Defense, I mean, if the Nets don't get their uh, they, they defense under control, they're it's not going too problem. much further nowhere. Even if they do go to the playoffs, they'd be uh, ran out in the first round. That don't make no sense. <laughs> I know. And how are you losing to one of the worst teams in no the worst NBA? Team. If it's no not worst the team. worst team in the NBA. No yeah. worst team. I mean, come on. You're talking about 146 to 144. Uh, 146 to 149, I think. That's when they were. They lost by three points. I'm saying it's like this. Where is the defense? Now, we already know Washington don't have no defense. But <laughs> God damn, you allow – you sit up there at Brooklyn, allow them to score 149 points on you to beat y'all? That is crazy. No defense. None whatsoever. Somebody needs to be fired right now. If it's me, coach, somebody needs to be fired. I they need a, a person somebody the- down there that's going to teach them how to play some defense. I just want to say this. But the Nets, 
Go ahead. The next whole culture step is that oh, is their sons, is their sons team that didn't play in the defense. True, and it's that Houston Rockets team that didn't play no defense either. <laughs> you forget about Mike D'Antoni. Yeah, Mike D'Antoni. You don't believe in defense. You believe in nothing but offense. They don't care about defense. Yeah. Anytime you, as a coach, play small ball with no center, you already know he don't give a damn about no defense. All he want to do is run up the scope, you know, because he figured if I run up the scope, we're going to win the game. That's how he thinks. You know what I'm saying? So that's exactly how Washington played Brooklyn today. But basically, that's what they did. We're going to run up the scope. Y'all want to run up the scope? We're going to run up the scope. Nobody play defense. We're going to see who's going to come out on top. And as you, we both see, as all three of us seen, Washington came out on top. All right. And I put – it's just – I like the next team, but they're not going to win like this. Uh, they're not going to win playing defense. And it's honestly sad, but they got to figure something out because Steve Nash is going to be out of there pretty soon if they, <laughs> they keep losing the trash teams like the Wizards. I ain't going to lie. But I'm actually happy for Russell. I actually had doubt in Russell Westbrook. I don't know if y'all guys knew. I had doubt on Russell Westbrook. I thought that it was time to move on for him, and it was time to trade Bradley Beal. But Russell stole that he can still play in this league and be proficient. It just take him a lot of shots to do it. But we can agree on that. So let's move on to the Celtics and L.A. Lakers game. The Celtics lost by one point. Um, I'd be messing up his name. Tice, though. Tice had a, a, a chance at winning the game, and he missed it. Kimball Walker too, took the shot. He was shooting 11, one for 11 from the field when he could have passed it up to an open guy as Jalen Brown on the three-point line, but he missed. Uh, he he actually took the shot, and uh, he he bricked. So my question to you is, you know, what's wrong with Kimball Walker? Why is he so, you know, not – it's easy to get, it's easy to forget about Kimball Walker on the Celtics, you know what I'm saying? With Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, what what is happening with Kimball? What what's the issue with him, and why can't he get his his shooting under control? Because this has been an instance where again he ain't been shooting good. So let's talk about Kimball Walker. What's going on with him and that uh, Celtics and Lakers recap? Well, you look at it like this. I mean, you got three people. You got uh you got three people. Uh, scope thirty nine and three, which is uh, Jason Tatum. Then you got 38, 21 and one, which is uh, Jalen Brown. Then you got 35, 14 and seven, which is, uh, what's the name, D Tice? Yeah, Daniel then, Tice, Daniel you Tice. Down, then you get down to your point guard who played 28 minutes. Now I want y'all to hit it. He played 28 minutes, went one for 12, only scored four points, six rebounds, four assists. All right. Marcus Smart went two for seven, 26 minutes, two for seven, four points, two rebounds, seven assists. Do y'all think it's time to start looking for some trades and getting rid of a couple of people? Because you can't have your point guard and your shooting guard playing like that. You just cannot have the point guard and the shooting guard playing like that. They, you think they, you know, that, they can trade on? Um... They can trade Kimball Walker for Bradley Beal. They can play. They can trade Kimball Walker nah. and Marcus Smart, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Because you, hey, you, both of them you got, got, you got to win. Bradley. Hold on, but I'm saying you, you, yeah, you, you can't win. You can't win that way. 
You can't win that way with your top three players. Top three players all scored damn near 30 points, and y'all lost the game. Now you got your point guard and your shooting guard. Now the point guard is supposed to be, you know, the leader. He's supposed to be telling everybody what's going on, what to do, this, that, and the third. You played 20, what did I say, 28 minutes and only scored four points? I can score, uh, go out there in 28 minutes and score more than four points. <laughs> this man <laughs> oh, went one it, for 12. This man went one for 12 in 28 minutes. That's ridiculous. Is it That's time? Crazy. Come on, I'm man. not gonna say this based off one game, but Kimber Walker ain't been the same guy since he joined that Celtics team, especially when he came back from the bubble. He, he really hasn't been the same guy. since he lost, since he left Charlotte. When he left Charlotte, he was a superstar. He was an all-star. Down here in Boston, I don't know if that fit him. Remember, remember, we used to have this talk a long time ago. For to me, I think players have to go to a team that fits them because if you don't fit the same team, look. James Harden, I mean, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Westbrook did fit Houston, but he was a mega superstar in OKC. You see what I'm saying? Is Kimball. Now, we got to see what's going on. I think he can be good in Washington, but, I mean, Washington got to get some more pieces. Is Kimball Walker that good, though? I think he's uh, a decent well, guard. I, I Charlotte, don't that listen, you got to understand something. Listen, you got to understand mean, this, though. I'm going to give you something decent, to think of. I'm gonna give you something to think about. A look good on a bad team if you're taking a lot of shots. Hold on, I'm gonna mm-hmm. give you like this though. I'm gonna give you like this. He had to do what he had to do in Charlotte because they didn't have nobody. You know, you see what I'm saying? But now you're going to a team that's supposed to be a stacked team in Boston. He don't feel he has to do as much. You see what I'm saying? When he was at Charlotte, he had to do everything. The Celtics you know really so, play better without him on the court. That is true. And that, well, but but they, see, that's what I'm saying. That's something that the Celtics have to start thinking about. Is it time to move on from Kimball? Is it time to move on from Marcus Smart? I mean, that's something I don't, I don't think. think I think Marcus Smart fits the Boston Celtics. I just don't think that Kimball is, like you said, the perfect fit for them. And honestly, I'm I'm not gonna blame the game on him. But his bad play is definitely a reason they lost. You know, imagine if he had made just a couple more shots, they would have beat the Lakers. You know, simple as that. Well, yeah, I agree with that. If he would have made 10 shots, they would have beat the Lakers. I'm saying the man only scored four points. You know what I'm saying? If you would have gave them 10 points, you would have beat the Lakers. It's a one-point game, 96-95. I mean, but I'm saying. But you got to put some blame on Marcus Smart also, too. Or he only scored four points, two for seven. You'd right. gave him ten, y'all would have won the but game. Mar- but but Marcus is not a guy that you look at and be like, is he, he's a, profi- a prolific scorer. You look at Marcus as doing a dirty work, your rebounds or assists, your things like that. It's, and it seems like you know things that Marcus is doing, um, Kimba, you know, is not. You no. Know? But, but let me Kimba give you this one though. I'm gonna give you this one though right here. Now listen to me on on this one right here. The Lakers top three was outscored by Boston top three. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Boston top three outscored him, but that's what killed him. Coming off the bench, I, I want to say this Harris, right? Uh-huh. Is that Harris? 16.5 rebounds, uh, uh, one assist, eight for 10. He killed them coming off the bench with 16 points. Then Kuzma killed them, 11 points, six rebounds. You see what I'm saying? What I'm saying is this. You need Marcus Smart and you need Kemba to show up. They didn't show up. They bench didn't show up. You know how many points they got off their bench? 15. Wow. 15. Boston only got 15 points off the bench. 
Wow. You know what I'm saying? The Lakers, one man outscored whole Boston bench. Yeah, hell. This is what I'm saying. Went what the hell is going on? I'm saying, what's going on down there? You know, that don't make no sense yeah. to me. I don't. I, that's why I said once again, and I said it earlier, Brad Stevens ain't really the guy for Boston to put them over the top. No. Y'all didn't believe no, me. I agree with Brad you. Brad Stevens not the guy no. that put Boston over the I top. I think, he should, I think he should be gone. And, I mean, you know, he, he's a good, intelligent coach, but when it comes to winning, when it needs to win, Brad Stevens not your guy because of rotation. And I'm not going to say that, you know, uh, they – you know, the reason they bench, that bench is not good because they got so many stars, and I understand that. But you still should have some type of development going on where you get some of these younger guys in they can actually ball. You know what I'm saying? And the Celtics haven't been using their bench like they should have. You know, they got scores, but their bench is not, you know what I'm saying, yeah, something that you about look this. at as the strong You got to think, think about this. You're only getting 15 points off your bench. 15? That's ridiculous. You got one Laker player got more points than your whole entire bench. So that's crazy right there, man. I, I'm just not buying that. Crazy. And you look at it and you look at a guy like Tristan Thompson, we know how good he's been, you know, on the Celtics. I mean, not the Celtics, but as a guy for Cleveland in past years, and he only averaging six points a, a game. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of crazy to me. That's what I go back. Remember what I said. That's why, that's why I'm going back to that – as a player, you have to go to the perfect team that fits you because every team won't fit you, you know, won't fit that play style that you was used to playing. That's what that is. I think the right. Celtics got a bad team makeup. I they think really, they got – They really only have point guards and small forwards. Yeah. All they send is like six, nine, six, eight. Yeah. You saying so, that they don't have that dominant rim protector. Yeah, I think that team makeup kind of bad. I can agree with you. I can. I. I'm not. I, I'm not I gonna say that. I can totally I, agree with you. But, but Tatum and but Tatum and Brown. But Tatum and Brown. Tatum and Brown. That, that's that. They had the potential to be top ten players to me. Mm. But this is my thing. I can seemingly agree with you about them being smaller, but. In today's era, small ball is really the way that you look at um, teams playing nowadays. Like you said, they ain't got a, a dominant seven-footer or a 6'11 guy. They got guys, you know, at center playing 6'9 or, or below. But, but but the last two championship teams had had traditional big men. Yeah. Though they went the key players on the, on the team, they went to keep – well, they were key players on the team, but the Raptors – they have yeah, and the Lakers. Mark and the Lakers. Marcus played well with the Raptors, and Sergi Barker played well with the Raptors. They year in the playoffs, in the finals, and whatnot. And then the Lakers, they had um, the White House play well, Anthony Davis played well in the playoffs. Yeah. So I think you do need a decent big man. At least yeah, they, can, they they can rebound. You know, block shot and the Chelsea, they really don't have that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, cause if Anthony, we look at because Anthony, Anthony Davis coasted last night and he had 27 points and 12 rebounds. And he right. didn't really play and he didn't really play well to me. Right. So yeah, I can I can see what you're saying. They don't have that guy to stop them down low. 
uh, really and truly. Um, you know, Daniel Tice, you, you can say that he's kind of a rim protector, but he, you, you know, you can easily get a, a, a decent big man will show his weakness. You know, a decent big man will show his weakness. But honestly, though, I feel that, you know, a lot of teams, like you said, small ball not really winning at the moment, but a lot of teams going towards it. And I understand why fast ball, fast pace. But like you said, they they are going to need some type of big man. You know, they may have to make a trade. I say get rid of Kemper for a big man um, that's prolific. Uh, maybe a block, maybe a blockbuster trade. I don't know, but I'm just throwing that out there. But let's move on to the last topic. Um, we're gonna talk about this Portland team, man, and the Chicago Bulls. I know y'all seen the game winner by Dame Dollar and what he did. So let. Talk to me, man. What's going on? What's going on with these boys first, big dog? That's my question to you. What's going on with Chicago? Chi-town, baby. What's going on? Hold on, with man. First of all, it's like this. The Bulls outplayed them. I mean, one guy you already know in the last seconds of a game is Dan, uh, is uh, Dime. You do not let uh, Damon Leonard get the ball because you know the man can shoot from half court. You know what I'm saying? Y'all sit up here and let this man get the ball. If anything, I'm going to double him. I, I would have doubled him throughout the play. Then you're going to put seven-foot marketing who can't play no defense on the man, and what he do? Hit the game winner. Game over. You understand? You look at the stats, the Bulls outplayed them. I mean, I'm talking about from the starters to the bench, they outplayed Portland. Because Portland only had – they got one guy had 18 points. Dane had 41, 44 points. One guy had nine. Was a Kansas had uh, 22, 22 and 11. And that's it. They didn't have nobody else that really did anything. You know what I'm saying? Now, if you go over to the Bulls, the Bulls got like this. You got Markinen had 31. You got Levine had 26. You got Whitehead 20. You got uh, Williams, uh, the rookie, had 11. Then you go to the bench. You got eight and 11. You got... 8, 11, and 11 coming off the bench. You know what I'm saying? You, I mean, it just said they got 8, they got 9, they got 7, they got 6. They outplayed Portland all the way through that last shot. And the problem I, is with the Bulls of this, I think it is, is, is that um, I'm going to say that I'm going to just give them time because everybody is learning a new system. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just try to give them time because, like I say, they're not playing bad at all this year. They're in every single game this year. You know what I'm saying? It's only like one or two points they lose a game. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they I got blowed out not one time this whole entire year. I can't say that I'm going to give them time. And my reason is, you know what I'm saying, the NBA is winning our league, you know, easily. But that game they shouldn't have lost. And that clearly reflected – They shouldn't have lost lack of coaching and 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 um just a, a better judgment um jay williams he broke it down very well in the closing moments he talked about how they weren't efficient how they shouldn't have switched at the end of the game and i think it was just poor coaching by billy Donovan. if i'm being honest because there's no way right, i don't understand why would you that. put mark why would you put right and why would you put marketing on dane like he's not going to make that shot i and, mean and that was that, crazy it right? was, i don't, I don't understand how that happened there shouldn't have been a switch and also, you look at Zach Levine, he put himself in a trap position where he ran to a position where he could easily get trapped. And Jay Williams excellently broke it down. That you shouldn't have put yourself in a, a position to get trapped like that. 
That's the same thing that KD did tonight against the Wizards. He put himself in a trap where he was easily able, where they were easily able to get a steal. These guys are running to out the inner out of bounds, close to the corner where they easily get trapped. And it's just not good basketball. You run to the center of the court where you can get in and have more space to operate and run the floor. And that's where these guys went wrong in closing moments. And that type of thing reflects the coaching style. You got to practice that. You got to know, being in the league, that you can't do that. And that's why I say it reflects the coaching style. So when guys lose games like this, it's because lack of coaching and lack of better judgment. That's all I got to say about it. I, I agree with you, Austin, on the coaching point with the Bulls. Because I think the Bulls have a good roster. I like Mark, and he's a good player. Zach Levine, he's good. Kobe. Kobe White. Yeah, Kobe White's good. The um, Bulls have some good players. I think they just need a better coach. I think they probably should have tried to hire Doc Rivers. I think a Doc Rivers would have been good for that team. Yeah, yeah. he wouldn't have went there, though. Doc going what? Doc was Doc was gonna go where it was gonna make it best for him, you know. So I seen Doc going to the Sixers. I don't, he wouldn't have never came to the Bulls. I just don't. I agree. I don't think Billy Donovan the guy in in Chicago. And I actually think y'all got decent teams. But to me, Billy Donovan wasn't even good in in um, OKC. To me, that was a team that should have won. <laughs> to me, that was a team when that should have won the, the finals. You know, how you blow a three one lead. To, to the Warriors, so I don't know, it's crazy to say, but thanks for watching. That's Rep Your Side. Make sure you guys tune in and vibe with us more. Appreciate you guys for coming on. We're going to stay up to date on this NBA, so continue to watch and listen to our IG. Well, keep, stay in tune watching our social medias and all of that. Stay in tune watching the socials and Come back and vibe with us. Rip your side. Appreciate y'all.